Welcome into our Over the Hump series, where we peel back the curtain and give you a little inside look at what's going on in the athletic department here this fall. I'm Evan Budjervich, delighted to be joined by Dr. Andrew Carter, the Associate Athletic Director for Mental Health, Wellness, a bunch of other different items that he oversees for our department. Carter, let's dive right in and start with mental health of student athletes, especially during this time in a pandemic where many of our fall sports are not going to participate and there's a need for keeping students engaged and one of the programs you guys really touch on is Hope Happens here. And I want to ask you about the role that plays in keeping student athletes involved and, and having that open dialogue with students. Yeah, so um, obviously back in March, we had, to, we had to pivot hard to online learning and online everything. And, and um, one of those online things was virtual counseling. So we have our, um, our behavioral health counselors uh, still basically on call working with our student athletes uh, on a daily basis um, through different virtual technologies. Um, they've been really good about, you know, making sure that, that that's still available from a one-on-one -on -one, um, basis for, for our student athletes. Uh, from a Hope Happens Here standpoint, we've, we've been working on a few things. There should be a video coming out in the next week. Um, and, and a lot of times those, those videos hit home with our student athletes because it's peer-to-peer. It's -peer. Um, you know, I can talk all day about, you know, the importance of, of this and that. And, um, you know, sometimes it's in one ear and out the other. But uh, with, with it coming from their peers, from other student athletes, there's, uh, there's always a little bit more of an engagement there. Um, and we're going to continue to do whatever we need to do to support our student athletes. Um, you know, we, uh, from a, you know, from a mental health standpoint, everybody's struggling with something right now. Um, you know, we've, we've reached out to seniors in the, in the spring who had their seasons cut short and created a video for our false student athletes. And that that's on our social media. Um, and we've just been trying to engage and trying to be, um, be unique in our approach and, and see how we can get out to everybody. Um, and, you know, during this time, it's definitely hard because, because of certain things like, you know, Zoom fatigue and you know just being online and, and what we're trying to do is, is is form a little bit of a balance there so we're not overwhelming our student athletes but letting them know that we're we're here for them and we're here to support them and you know we're we're still continuing to do programming and, and engagement there and uh, one of the big things um, in addition to you know the hope happens here thing um, is our speaker series uh, in this fall we we have uh, Victoria Garrick who is um, an alumni from your alma mater there, Evan. Um, and she's been, uh, she's been uh, getting pretty famous um, on social media from her, uh, her work with mental health and, uh, and body image. And um, I'm really looking forward to getting her on campus. She was supposed to be here in the spring, um, but she, she will definitely be able to engage with our student athletes and um, really looking forward to getting her to speak to our student athletes on September 24th. Andrew, a, a big part of this, obviously, when the kids are separated, is it, like you said, using Zoom and, and using phone calls to stay connected. What has encouraged you about, now that more of these kids are back, just their response to how you and the coaching staffs have been able to reach out and, and try to maintain that, that dialogue? Yeah, um, everybody, but, sorry, everybody's been super positive since, since we've been back on campus. Um, obviously, social distanced and uh, wearing masks, but you know we've we've um, I got to meet with every single team um, during their beginning of the year meetings uh, to talk about a lot of the 
a lot of things that we're trying to do and the initiatives that we have um, to, again, continue to engage our student athletes. Um, and those, those conversations have gone well and I'm looking forward to continuing to expand those. And obviously this is a unique time, but, but I, I think our student athletes are, are doing a really good job in, in you know, trying to continue to create some level of normalcy and and you know make sure that they're taking care of themselves and you know like i like i said you know we, we are here to help support them in, in everything that they do from a from a physical standpoint and a, and a mental standpoint and you know we we really want to make sure that that they know that <laughs> especially during this time nothing seems more important than developing student athletes kind of for the future professionally as once they finish their career and you see it could end in an instant for for so many kids what has been some of those challenges? And I know you, you're also embarking in some programs to help get speaker series and get kids engaged with professionals that, that graduated from here and are doing things in the real world. Yeah, so last year we started a Campbell Maid program. Uh, we're going to continue with our Campbell Maid program through this year. Um, it might look a little bit different, um, obviously, because everything's going to be virtual. Um, but we're, we're still working to create a platform where we bring uh, young alumni back to engage with our student athletes, to tell them about their experience as, as a Campbell student athlete. Again, you know, I can, I can talk till I'm blue in my face, but as soon as a student athlete hears from a former student athlete or a current student athlete, there's, there's definitely something that, that, that hits home a little bit more. Um, you know, and you know, we're still available for, for anything career development related, um, you know, from a one-on-one -on -one to, you know, we're, we're planning on doing different um, breakout sessions this fall with, um, you know, uh, resume writing and um, you know networking and, and those sort of things and you know we're, we're not putting a pause on any of that we're going to continue to push on and uh, you know again create a space that we can continue to develop to develop our student athletes um, because it's not about these four or five years or seven after all these compliance waivers get passed but <laughs> um, you know it's it's about the next 40 years and we want to make sure that the our student athletes know that that's what they're preparing for and, and you know we, we we're doing what we can to help them out there i know a big uh issue in politics and especially in our culture today is being active and, and voting and, and being able to contribute this this fall with elections and also just being socially aware and i want to touch on something you guys in the athletic department's really pushing with campbell voting and trying to partner to inform and educate student athletes. How valuable is that just from your perspective of getting these students engaged in their community and, and with voting as well? And it's huge. Um, you know, the, the, the big thing about voting, you know, we're taking a nonpartisan approach to this, you know, and, and encouraging our student athletes to, to do their due diligence and, and look into every candidate that they vote, vote for um, and, and do their civic duty of, of voting. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a privilege to be able to, to do that. Um, last night, uh, we kicked off our CU Votes initiative. Um, we've partnered with a, with a group called Secure the Ballot, um, which is a, a group that encourages um, basically students and student athletes in North and South Carolina to, um, to register to vote. Um, we had a, a really good event last night, a lot of information and uh, looking to continue that. And, you know, our goal um, is to have 100% of our student athletes register to vote uh, well before the, the November 3rd election. Um, and with that, you know, this was a, this was a SAC inspired initiative. Um, we partnered with uh, 
SAC and um, the School of Public Health this summer to um, develop a, um, a survey to basically look at the climate of our, um, of, of how culturally competent and, um, you know, how, how our student athletes feel that we are doing from a, from a racial equality standpoint. Um, so, so the, the grad school of public health helped us to develop that instrument and, and we sent it out to our student athletes and it's, it's going to end up driving a lot of our conversations in the fall. And, um, you know, we're, we're excited about where we're going and, and how we can grow, especially in, in regards to, um, educating and encouraging our student athletes to, to, to use their voice, um, and, and be educated on, on social justice topics. You mentioned that holistic experience. That's such a big part. And I know the Big South and Campbell have both pushed to make November 30 a day where students can take off and, and be able to, to vote. So that's such a huge issue as well. And Carter, among your many roles, you work with the Student Athlete Advisory Committee, the SAC, as we say. And your role with them has been organizing these committees, not only with presidents and vice presidents, but really having student athletes take some ownership of their involvement with the students. What, have, what has surprised you or what has kind of impressed you about their leadership ability and in stepping into these roles? Um, our, our encouraging them to, to be leaders has, has, has been awesome because they've stepped up. Uh, we started, uh, we restructured our whole student athlete advisory committee last year. Um, and now we have a number of subcommittees focusing on all things student athlete welfare. So, um, we have one group that, that works solely on communication and social media. Uh, we have our Camels Connected group, who is who is our diversity and inclusion arm. Um, we have um, community engagement and um, student athlete, uh, student uh, international student athlete support as well. Um, so, so we're trying to make sure that that all of our student athletes um, are recognized from from some area in SAC, but the leaders of, of these individual um, subcommittees and, and our, our SAC exec board has been awesome, you know, from, from, from the jump um, in March when we, when we went online and they put out a, a statement on, and, and it, was, it was heartfelt and it was to the student athletes from the student athletes. Um, and it's been, been really good. And, uh, you know, SAC is the driving force in a lot of things we do. You know, um, we, we want to make sure that we are, we're doing things um, that ultimately will, you know, further the engagement of our student athletes. And, um, you know, we want to make sure that you know, their voices are heard um, from our administration all the way up to, to the cabinet. And we want, to, we want them to know that, you know, they, they do have a voice and, and to use it. Laura McNamara Clement from the women's basketball team, heavily involved as the SAC president with, with many uh, with working alongside her. But Carter, my final question for you is the value at a campus like this where there are so many international student athletes, different backgrounds and, and creeds like you mentioned, but to be able to start to form some cultural development with a multicultural council and really having those conversations that are sometimes tough to have on, on a playing field and things like that. What kind of drove that message and what's inspired you or at least given you confidence based on what's taken place so far? Yeah. So back to Lauren McNamara Clement um, being an absolute rock star um, and taking the lead on so many different initiatives from, from the SAC perspective. Um, she's been, um, she's been very, very 
in, integral in, in everything that we're doing. Um, you know, the, the social justice movement um, and the, the, the want for racial equality isn't a new thing, but it's, it's, it's new to a lot of our students um, because it, it's, it's more, more prevalent on social media and, and, and you see those sort of things. Um, but, you know, they, they are doing a great job of, of you know, trying to get, get their voices heard and from a SAC perspective, you know, um, we, we're trying to make some differences, make some, make some changes uh, on campus. Um, you know, you mentioned the Multicultural Council. Um, that's, that's a new initiative that started on campus and um, they, we will have SAC members involved in that. And that's, that's big because that's not just a student athlete thing. That's not an athletics thing, that's a Campbell thing. Um, so having having student athlete um, voices on that panel uh, will definitely be be helpful in, in making changes. And you know, I think you know one one of the things that we came out with in, in June, and obviously Lauren was was a big um, driver in this was um, was our social media campaign um, talking about social justice. And one of our videos, um, the the the, the take home message was together we can do more. Um, and you know that that message kind of hits home so so frequently because you know none of us are in this by ourselves none of our student athletes are are struggling through anything by themselves everybody's going through something and you know obviously you know if, if you have a social support system you can do more you can be better and you can do what you need to do but you know from from our sac uh, perspective you know we we also came out with um uh, a new era um, of SAC uh, and, and uh, our communications committee came up with the uh, with the acronym of sacrifice accountability adaptability and Campbell strong and um, you can look at our, our social to, to get a little bit more information there but you know that's 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 who our student student athletes are uh, it's, it's a representation of them and and you know you know they sacrifice they are accountable they are adaptable um, and and you know they have pride and you know we basically we can take all this stuff and put it put it together you know from a from a career development standpoint um, from a from a holistic development of, of our student athletes um, we, we we know of the transferable skills of just being a student athlete and um, you know the things that go along with leadership and teamwork and time management and you know courage and passion and those things that that just come naturally to a student athlete um those are those are skills that um you know can be developed and things that employers look for and one of the big things and that is adaptability and being able to you know what what we're hearing a lot of pivoting and you know being able to change things on the fly and and that's that's one of the the huge transferable skills of of, of student athletes and you know, they, they are a resilient bunch and, you know, the more we can do to support them from an administrative standpoint, the better off I think everybody's going to be. Well, Dr. Carter, certainly March 12th opened our eyes to a lot of things in this world. And I'm glad that with the 600 plus student athletes here, there's a lot of initiatives taking place. And you were also one of the most highly educated men in our department. So it's nice <laughs> to sit down and learn a little bit from you and, and we appreciate the time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me, Evan.